This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Bendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? That's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Big show coming up today, Major Mortgage Man Cave. It's uh, Wednesday. That's what she said with Katie Garson Forba on the way. Uh, we'll talk Capital Girls basketball. Also, we're going to find out what is the what's her favorite movie. Because today is the day the music died. When Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the big bopper J.P. Richardson passed away along with the pilot, in uh, Clear Lake, Iowa, in a plane crash. So, uh, what's the better movie? Was it the Buddy Holly story or La Bamba? You can weigh in as well at Jay Walker Sports on Facebook. You can, uh, or as well as Facebook. So, at Jay Walker Sports on Twitter, Facebook, email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Call, text, let's have some fun today. Uh, email us, uh, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Like I said, you can go to Jason Walker Show. Dot com period for all of your uh, Jason Walker show stuff. All right, so we'll talk to Katie Garson Forbert coming up. It is National Signing Day today as well. Although it doesn't seem like it's as big deal as it, as it has been in, in years past, and I don't know if that's because of COVID or or, or what, but uh, just doesn't really have the same luster. Um, so we'll talk about that a little bit coming up. Uh, tomorrow, Susie Milano will join us, former uh, sports reporter here in Helena and also a video, a creative video producer out at uh, Monmouth University and uh, currently at UCLA. She's uh, battling um, a disease, and uh, I wanted her to share her story, so she'll join us tomorrow. Uh, let's see here. Wednesday, or today is Wednesday. Friday, we will talk to uh, Cascade Conference Commissioner Rob Cashel as well. Um, and I did get... Some word today, uh, Bill Pilgrim, head coach out at Corbin, they still have not yet started. They're hoping, he said, quote, to get into their gym next week, end quote. We were uh, texting back and forth a little bit earlier today. So we'll talk to uh, Cascade Commissioner Rob Cashel on Friday about that. A um, couple of great guests lined up for next week already and into March even. I mean, it's fun. Fun stuff. I love this. Uh, what I don't love is cancellations, and we have a whole bunch of them rolling in. Um, we knew about Kalispell Big Sky Boys, uh, Glacier Big Sky Boys, yesterday. Um, earlier today, Helena High and Hellgate was canceled for Thursday, and it just came out. Well, I got confirmation from uh, Coach Guy Omquist that Saturday's game is 
canceled with Hellgate and Capital. So the Hellgate boys having some issues. Now, remember, they played Big Sky last Thursday. Big Sky couldn't play Glacier last night because of COVID. Butte also not playing this week. They were scheduled to play Capital and Helena High. So there will be no games for Helena High or Capital this week, nor Hellgate, nor Butte, nor Big Sky. Uh, so what is that? Five of the eight? You've got Flathead, Sentinel. Is that six of eight then? Am I missing somebody? Uh, on the western side for the boys that aren't going to play? Eastern AA is all going to play, it sounds like, boys and girls. The Western AA girls are going to play. It's crazy. Uh, we also saw that Harden has a case of COVID, so they, uh, the boys have canceled its next four games, the Bulldogs have. That includes games with Haver uh, scheduled for this week. And Harden is shut down until... February 16th, according to uh, Coach Andrew Roundface, who talked to uh, 406mtsports.com, Billings Gazette today. So Harden was supposed to play Livingston at home Friday, at Haver Saturday, host Laurel then on Thursday next week, and then take on Billings Central, huge matchup, next uh, Friday night at the Metra. That's not going to happen. And there are no plans, according to Coach Roundface, to make up these games. Tough. It's tough. All over. And it's not over yet. I mean, yeah, we're seeing numbers decline, which is fantastic. We're seeing, you know, all sorts of, you know, the vaccine is out. But... It's still not over, folks. And again, I'm on both sides of the COVID fence. And I have been since last March. But there's no good answer. There's no good solution to any of this. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't like to see the high school kids lose games. I don't. A, because the kids are doing awesome, but B, because I want something to talk about positive. And uh, COVID canceling some great basketball right now. Thankfully, wrestling hasn't been affected that we've heard of, and swimming either, so that's good. All right, uh, Katie Garson Forba coming up. We'll talk Capital Girls. They are st uh, still scheduled to play this week. Butte Thursday, uh, Hellgate at home on Saturday. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, what's the best movie, La Bamba, about Richie Valens, or the Buddy Holly story about Buddy Holly. And uh, we'll get her thoughts on that. You can weigh in as well on Facebook. You can tweet us at Jay Walker Sports. What's the best movie? The one with Gary Busey, the Buddy Holly story, which I believe he sang all of those music uh, songs himself, or the uh, the Bamba, the Richie Valens story with Lou Diamond Phillips, in which 
uh, Los Lobos sang and, and Lou Diamond Phillips lip-synced. So you can vote. It's not. It's it's an unscientific poll. Have fun, though. Let's have some fun. It's Wednesday. What the heck? Uh, I did tell you what's coming up uh, tomorrow and Friday. I will tell you next week. Uh, oh, we're also going to talk to uh, John Brankus from Sport Science. Remember him? We're going to talk to him this week as well, I believe Friday. Um, possibly Friday. Anyway, uh, so that'll be a good time. It was always fun to watch. Remember those sports science uh, things on SportsCenter, ESPN, and uh, like ABC? They were so cool. They were so, like the science behind certain things, like a charge or a dunk or a, a baseball catch or football. I mean, it was just awesome. So John Brinkus will join us this week as well. Um, looking forward to that. Did see some other disturbing news today. Not just COVID-related stuff, but uh, Drea Wacker from Melstone, who it feels like she's been playing since seventh grade, because I think she has. Um, but she's going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, tore her ACL, according to uh, her coach at Melstone. Suffered the injury Saturday against Weibo. Uh, so Wacker is going to undergo surgery in the near future. And this is tough. I mean... Wacker is one of the best girls basketball players in the state of Montana. Not just right now. Uh, she's currently averaging 25 points per game, the best in the state at all classes. Had 40 a couple of weeks ago and is sitting just under 1,800 points for her career. Now, she'll be back next year, hopefully. And this is the type of girl that's going to work her tail off to get back. But what sucks is she's going to miss track season as well, where she's really good as well. Third in the 1600 and the 3200 at the 2019 uh, state track meet. Uh, Melstone girls 10 and 1, ranked third in the 406mtsports.com Class C power poll. Their loss came a week and a half ago. In overtime, 56-53 to the team ranked just above them, second-ranked Seiko, Whitewater, and uh, Hinsdale. I got a uh, uh, Facebook message. Uh, Thomas Sowell Sowell, famously stated, there's no solutions, only trade-offs. And uh, Bob says it makes perfect sense for COVID. It is. What do you do? You know, it's just there's no good answer. Uh, our best, though, goes out to uh, Drea Wacker. Um, that's a terrible injury, but she'll bounce back. She'll be uh, she's a rock star. There's no question about that. So uh, let's see here. What else did we want to hit on? It is uh, got some on, on, cool on this day in history is coming up. A couple of great birthdays as well. And uh, oh, I saw this actually got the news last night. Um, promised I would. Keep it quiet, but uh, until the team itself broke the news. But Great Falls Voyagers are going to be back with Tommy Thompson as manager uh, coming up uh, this year. Now, Thompson was the manager of the Voyagers a few years ago when Helena still had baseball. And Nestor Corridor was the manager of Helena. Tommy was the manager up in Great Falls. And those two together were fantastic. So I got to cover both both teams. Um, but it'll be fun to get Tommy back in uh 
in the state with Great Falls, and he's such a, a he's honest. Uh, he's got that southern accent, which is fantastic, and he's just a cool dude. Uh, Tommy Thompson, back as the manager of the Great Falls Voyagers, going to have some news soon about the Billings Mustangs, which will be pretty sweet. Um, so that'll be, I think, next week, possibly, according to uh, my source. But good stuff. Uh, Tommy Thompson is, man, he's fantastic. Cannot wait to uh, get him back on the air because he's a good, good dude. Good dude. It is National Women and Girls in Sports Day today. And appreciate uh, all women in sports. And we'll talk, we'll talk to Katie garson Forbig, get her thoughts on that coming up um, in the next segment as well. But there's a long way to go. Not just the ability and the, the opportunities for women and girls in sports, but at all levels. And we'll do everything we can. I mean, I can't do anything, really. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm one guy, but I promote women in sports and girls in sports all the time because I absolutely think it's great. And uh, my, my daughter got to play sports growing up. Uh, the little one is going to play sports that she wants growing up. She's probably going to be uh, on the shorter side, so we're thinking gymnastics. <laughs> Uh, golf. I really, really want her to, uh, to become a golfer. I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on it. I want her to become a great golfer to where she can get a, a college scholarship. There's so much money in women's scholarships left on the table for women's golf in college, but, um, to turn pro and I have it all planned out. I've got it all planned out. So I figure she'll be the pro pro golfer. And then I'll be her caddy. And then the wife, who's really good with finances, can just be her um, manager, right? I think it's I think it's really good idea, like really good. Sue Sue the uh, Sue just said uh, cheer in high school. She could cheer in high school and play golf in the in the fall and spring. How's that? She can cheer for basketball. She can play golf. And the way it's scheduled, Sue, she could actually, she could actually play golf for uh, the double A in the spring or in the fall, because they play usually what Monday, Tuesdays in normal seasons. But then she could cheer for football on the weekends, right? I think that's a good idea. However, Sue, I do not believe where we live, she's not going to be able to cheer for capital. Because we're on the other side of town. And I know you're going to say move. But <laughs> oh, Sue, the uh, cheer coach over at Capitol. Great lady. Love love Sue. Um, good stuff. I don't think she'll be able to cheer for Capitol, though. Although the wife keeps wanting to get over to the west side. So we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Um, <laughs> I knew it. Sue said move, and then Bruce immediately said time to move. That doesn't mean that she has to go to Helena. Hi, she could go to East Helena, and then there's no rivalry, right? Who, 
I may, who know, I may lose this job and have to move out of state. Who knows? I kid. I love this. I love this job. And I'm my own boss. I'm not going to fire me. No matter what I post on social media. <laughs> oh, your wife is a smart woman. Yes, she is. Hello, Bruce. She married me. Come on. Not just for good looks right here. She married brains as well. Um, just kidding. I married, I way outkicked my coverage. Like most men. I definitely outkicked my coverage. So, <laughs> uh, love the interaction with our listeners. Fantastic. Hey, uh, speaking of, uh, what's the better movie? La Bamba or the Buddy Holly story? Today is the day the music died. Uh, get your votes in. You can Facebook. You can tweet at Jay Walker Sports. You can email Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com and uh, much more. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and... Uh, Katie Garson Forba will tell us her favorite movie of those two. Also, her love for music. Where did it come from? And we'll probably talk a little basketball, too. Jason Walker Show is presented by Capital Collision Center in Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Now, Capital Collision Center has spent a lot of money to become manufacturer certified. In fact, they were one of the first shops in the country. Well, what's that mean? It means that, it, well, it requires special training and a lot of a, a special equipment to be manufacturer certified. But what it does is it means that Capital Collision Center is going to properly repair your vehicle to manufacturer repair requirements. They actually have a playbook, just like in, in sports. You get a playbook where it comes from Ford, Honda, I mean, GM. It comes from the manufacturers of your vehicle, and it tells them step-by-step step how to fix your vehicle that's been damaged in an accident. And when you get it back, it's going to look like it just came off the lot. A brand new Capital Collision Center on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back with Katie Garson Forba, Capital Girls Basketball Coach, next. Jason Walker Show. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. We are presented by Capital Collision Center, still to come on this day in history. The walk-off. Signing day, we'll chat about a little bit. Also, uh, taking your votes on uh, which was the better movie? La Bamba about Richie Valens. Or the Buddy Holly story. Uh, most of you know, today on this date, 1959, the day the music died. How come we never got a movie about the Big Bopper, by the way? J.P. Richardson. Just asking. Um, this segment of the Jason Walker Show is brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture. 1010 Dearborn. Helena. All right, so uh, tomorrow, Susie Milano. Uh, Friday, Cascade Conference Commissioner Rob Cashel. And a um, great, couple of great, fantastic guests next week already lined up. I mean, we have them lined up already, like through March, but there's a couple of new ones that are awesome that I can't wait. I mean, all of our guests are awesome. By the way, did you notice the shirt? Uh, it is the San Juan Ski Joring. I just got it in the mail the other day. Um had a great time down there last month, and I uh, can't wait to get back next year. But, all right, let's talk some basketball. And uh, we're going to find out what Katie Garson Forba thinks is the better movie, La Bamba or The Buddy Holly Story. So we'll talk about that and more as Coach Katie Garson Forba joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline on the Jason Walker Show. All right, Coach, uh, first off, uh, congratulations on the weekend, which we will talk about here in a second. But it is National Women and Girls in Sports Day, and it's a, a very important day for ladies. And uh, there's a lot of dudes that are appreciative of this, too, including myself. But what's uh, what's this day mean for you? I think it's another important day that has to be celebrated a little bit, and I think it's important for us to talk about it with our kids and just, you know, remind them of how far we've come for women in athletics and women in sports. Um, I was, you know, I told them a couple couple weeks ago, you know, it's, we're still trying to, you know, there's been a lot of women ahead of us that have paved the way, but there's still a lot of work, you know, a lot of, a long ways to go. And, you know, just on the, on the west side in the western AA, there are two female, three female head coaches, three out of the eight, and that's it. And um, there's four out of the 16 total, um, which is kind of crazy, or five, I guess, sorry, because I forgot about Belgrade, but um, there's still a majority that are not women, and so it's important for them to just know that we're still trying to, you know, uh, make our way in it, And um, but the opportunity for them to be athletes and to get to play sports, it wasn't that long ago where that wasn't an opportunity, so 
Um, I think it's just another moment for us to discuss the importance of how far we've come with our girls and to, to not take it for granted and to keep persevering for, for more and more of that, more of that opportunity. That's uh, very well said. Katie Garson-Forba, head coach of the Capital Girls, joining us. And uh, you guys went 2-0 last week. And uh, we know about Paige and Danny Barch. We, I mean, we've talked about them for years now, it seems, um, mm-hmm. because they've been on varsity for years. But <laughs> Mara McGinley had herself quite a weekend as well. Uh, she led yeah. the team in scoring Thursday. I think she was second on Saturday. Um, and that's yep. something that is, is, I'm sure, much appreciated because, again, we know what Paige and Danny are going to do, but to get Mara leading the way, is uh, that's a three-headed monster now. It is, and we had to do a better job looking at how we could get her more shot opportunities in our offense, and that was something that, you know, when we had our, our longer break uh, when our when our Crosstown game got postponed, we had to look back at our previous, you know, our first four games and see, okay, where can we get more scoring opportunities? Where can we get Mara more involved? Because, you know, her getting shot, opens up everything in the paint and so um it makes a big difference for us so i think she just she did a great job of shooting the ball taking the shots we want her to take i think her teammates did a great job of finding her for those shots um you know we had we had uh you know jamie sheridan had eight assists in one of those games and you know was just finding our scorers and it made us really hard to guard in those situations um so you know it was great she found her shot and she was shooting with confidence and her teammates you know, we're finding her, and we just built off of that momentum a little bit. Is your offense based off inside out because of the barches, or do you go outside in, or a little of both? A little bit of both. Um, we have a couple of different looks that we can go to, and, and we actually added um, we added a little bit more of an on-ball action with Paige, uh, which I think is hard to guard because she's pretty mobile, um, to be able to get shooters uh, coming out of, of screens a little bit more and looking for that off-ball pass. We actually stole a little bit of what Guy has been doing with his team because it just opens up the floor so much. So it's kind of a combination of both. We have we have a lot of sets that we can run, but a lot of times we like, you know, especially this weekend, we just let them kind of run our fluid offense and see what teams gave us. And we're getting more patient. Uh, you know, one of the things we have to remind them, what may be a good shot is not the best shot we can get. So let's get a great shot together. Um and get second side of the floor type action. And when we do that, I think we're really efficient in our in our offense. That was one of the cheesiest coaching lines you've ever used with me in all these years. <laughs> oh Which gosh. one? The good shot, be great shot, be patient, whatever you just said. Oh, the girls hear that from me all the time. And I will I came in at halftime of our glacier game and I said we had sixteen possessions with no reversals. Give up a good shot to get a great shot. And they're just staring at me and I'm like some point it's gonna resonate. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, with the girls uh, inside, Paige and, and and Danny and 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 the such. But have you have you had to tell them like, hey, when you're double teamed, someone's gonna be open? And obviously last week it was Mara. But um, there's a lot of chances for you guys to do things in different ways. Yeah, we actually spent a lot of time after. Really, after our first Hellgate game, they wanted to double-team Paige, and we hadn't worked on her playing out of the double-team. So we've spent a lot of time with her of making that read, if they do double-team down, when to look to score it against the double-team. Uh, and then we worked with our guards on, if your girl doubles, you should be cutting to the basket, and let's go get a layup off of it or space to a shot. And so um, they're starting to, to feel those reads a little bit more, uh, which is a great thing, and that's where I think we're starting to build in our continuity a little bit. But 
um, you know, and Paige, I think, is a lot less stressed out of like, okay, ball came into me. Now I've got to do something with it. What do I do next? <laughs> okay, settle for a second. I remind her, I'm like, Paige, you're 6'4". You can hold it up over your head, and the guards might not be able to even touch the ball. That's so, uh... you know, just relax and make the next play. And I think she's done a really nice job of that, and she did a really nice job of that uh, versus, versus Glacier and Flathead, who looked to double-team her a little bit. You know, there's some great video out there from about three or four years ago of Hannah Dean with the Carroll College women. Um, she learned how to, you know, because she drew that double team so much. Her yeah. and Cassie Hashley when when Cassie played too. But um, that's really good video to watch if you know if you are yeah. into that sort of thing. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> and there's things that we looked at that you know that I that you know I respect Rochelle a ton and how they've handled those situations because you know and, and it's it's kind of surprising that teams haven't done it sooner to us um but i told him i said you know it's great game two of the season we learned a lot about what teams might throw at us this year um they can't necessarily do a box and one because we have other players they can't do a triangle and two necessarily because we have other players so what are they going to look to do and they threw the double team and so we've, we've spent a lot of time working on how to play out of that and it, it's funny because the girls now if a double team doesn't come they're like oh offense is easy <laughs> got to relax and play so well, sometimes it's hard to – if that double team doesn't come, you forget what to do one-on-one. Right, right. right. That's been one of the things where we had to really reiterate with, with Paige, you're open, you're still option one, you know, you're, and the guards have to communicate when that double team comes um, so that they know whether it's coming or not. Right. And I think, I think that they've picked that up really quickly. It's been cool to see. Are you a fan of the high-low as well? I am. Um, when you have the right personnel, um, one of the things that, like our lower levels, we don't have, we don't obviously don't have the size that we're going to have next year and looking forward. And so we've gone away from that a little bit, just um, to more of a, a kind of a forward, like a guard forward at the four. Um, but you know, really, Danny is is pretty efficient in the high post, and so we'd like to get her touches in there and look high low out of that. Um, but we got zoned so much last year that that hasn't that wasn't I mean it's more a part of our man offense but if we're zoned Danny likes to be in the high post does a great job in there and um you know she makes that read if they suck down on Paige we kick to a shooter uh if not she's shooting it and if not then Paige is getting a touch so we like to we like to keep Paige in the paint she likes to be in the paint she gets a little bit worried when she has to leave call it her home she gets outside of her home she gets a little panicky on me I'm like kid you are one of the best athletes (laughs) just go play that is awesome because you just don't expect. I mean, she's so good at, at everything, but yeah. um, she is like that, like a you know, like a Hakeem who doesn't feel you know don't feel comfortable five feet away from yeah. the basket out. Well, it was hilarious yesterday. We're in practice, and she's in the high post in the zone, and she squares up and hits an outside shot. I mean, a, you know, a, a free throw line extended type shot, yeah. and she was shocked, you know. And I'm like, hey, you have shot that in games. You know that, right? Her team was like, yeah, I'm like, you are, what, what, what? But it's, it's what makes her who she is, and that's why we love her. That's, yep, there you go. Katie Garson-Forba joining us. All right, you got Butte, Hellgate, and then Crosstown. You got three games in, what, six days or five days. It's a busy week. Yep. Uh, but let's start with Butte. What do you expect there on uh, Thursday night? Butte will play very aggressive. They'll be scrappy. They've got oh, you know, pretty stop, good stop, 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 stop. Don't use the word scrappy with Butte. Every coach in the world says Butte is scrappy. <laughs> Boy, girl, baseball, football, it doesn't matter. Aggressive. They'll be aggressive. Okay, there you go. <laughs> now they, you can go. They will be 
They will be very aggressive. They like to get out in passing lanes, and they really they like to push tempo and transition. So we've got to limit that. We have to be hard to guard in the half court and make them stop, you know, our different options. Um, and then I think we can run on them a little bit with our size uh, when they're, especially when they got their big in there with Olsen. I think Paige can get up the floor on her. So we've got to look for those opportunities um, and just see what he throws out there. He'll have a little wrinkle that he throws in there, and so we'll just have to adjust off of that. But I expect 2-3 zone. They'll look the crap out of it a little bit. Um, it's really, it's a game a lot about us and us bringing the energy and, and starting the way that we want to and kind of dictating tempos that way. There was a few years ago where Butte was really, really bad, but they're getting more confident, and it, they're a scary team. Yeah. I'm not saying scrappy. They are. They're scary. Yeah. No, they are because they, they have good athletes. They always have good athletes, and they can make plays happen. Um, and they've been a little – they've been impacted with the COVID stuff for sure. So what has happened their last couple of games are not indicative of the type of team that they are. Um, so we definitely can't overlook them and have to go in there and be prepared and know personnel and what they like to do. Where do you guys eat after that game in, in the mining city, or do you just come home? Uh, we come home. We have not been able to stop. We haven't, we've really tried to limit our stopping just to kind of limit our, our potential COVID contact stuff. Well, you know, you could get barbecue on the to go or something, right? Yeah. By the time we get done with games and, you know, it's a lot of work. I'm just trying to get through, you know, one day at a time. At this point. <laughs> uh, okay. And then uh, you got Hellgate at home on Saturday. Yep. Uh this is an important game for you guys. Yeah, this is a big one. This is one that, you know, can determine who's, who goes in as the one seed in the playoffs and stuff, um, you know, and depending on how they decide to do, if they stick with the playoff format for the tournament um, or if we have a, you know, an actual venue uh, tournament, this will dictate a lot of that. So it is a big game. And I think it's a big one for us just to, you know, just to make up for, um, you know, how we played really at Hellgate. I didn't think we played well. And, We've made some adjustments with the girls, and I think that they're clicking again and things are going the right direction. Um, but it is. It's a big game, and they always bring their best game against us. You know, it's always a great competitive environment. They'll be they'll be ready to go. They'll be well coached. So it is. It's You know, there's a lot of things that we've got to be able to make adjustments to um, and just be ready to go from the very start. Uh, you know, there I didn't think we were ready to go right out the gate. And uh, we were on our heels for most of that second half, so we've got to limit those lapses and just go out and just go play. Go make plays and go play hard. And then Monday, Crosstown, a game that you've been preparing for for a month, it seems like. <laughs> um, this is a – this is a it's a Monday night. You guys don't normally play on Monday nights. It's a weird – it's a weird situation, um, but it's still a game of basketball, and it's still important because, A, it's Crosstown, right. but, B – like you said, playoffs uh, seating and everything after that. Yep, yep, absolutely. And it's, there's a lot of emotions that go across town. You know, it just you just never never know what to expect. Um, it's you know, it's a we know we're very familiar with the players, but it is a little different system, and so the girls will have to adjust to that. And um, you know, we'll we'll sneak in a little bit, uh, you know, a short walkthrough on on Monday after school, so that we can walk through personnel and their sets and what they look to do. Um, just so that we're familiar with that. But, you know, we never want to overlook a team. And so due to our focus, you know, today, Hellgate's our focus on Friday. And then we have to find a little bit of time to make Hellgate or Helena High our focus. Um, fortunately, they know the players. And so that helps. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of getting our mindset changed to get ready to go and play in Crosstown. 
Katie Garson Forbar, our guest here, Jason Walker Show, found out that she is a, a rodeo star, which we're going to talk about another time. But uh, today is a Carrot Cake Day. Are you a Carrot Cake? Well, of course you're a Carrot Cake fan. You're a Chocolate Cake fan, too. I am, and my mother-in-law makes a really, really to die for carrot cake, and I'm not just saying that because I married her son. Like it is <laughs> one of the best carrot cakes. It's homemade, homemade frosting, everything. So yes, I am a fan. Hey, I want you to know, I talked to the uh, Flathead uh, radio announcer last week. I offer, I tried to get him to bring you a chocolate cake to the game, and he didn't do it. He didn't. No. He no, was worried because I, wanna... I he was worried because he didn't want to have Sam Tudor be upset. And I said, Who cares about Sam? Yeah. I great, don't great. My... I'll just send him a message and tell him my disappointment. Like I thought <laughs> Yeah. Text, yeah. Yeah, the knock on sports. He uh he forgot he just didn't do it. Man. Even I went on his show. I went on his show. Wow. See I did. Now about you... a month ago. I went on his show. Well, just say no next time and tell him why. Yeah. I didn't get chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll know exactly what we're talking about. Um, he will. Yep. 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 Uh, so you were not born in 1959. You're a youngster. No. Okay. Uh, today is the day the music in... died. Buddy Holly, Richie I Valens, did know that. the Big Bopper. I did know that. Um, yes. Yep. Did you like that music, or do you like that music? I do. Yeah. I think I give a lot of credit to my mother. She introduced us and had us listening to the classics my entire childhood. And, uh, yep. No, it's Buddy Holly was something that was very much a constant in our household. Um, so yeah, no, it's, I, I, there's, I, I, there's a wide variety of music that I grew up listening to. And, uh, it was because of my mom and she was, it was, it was a big deal to her for us to be very well cultured, you know, musically. And, uh, my husband is, you know, I married somebody who's very, very musically inclined, and he, he listens to every variety of, of music. And uh, so we both knew that that was, today was the day. And I may be young, but I, I think my family did a good job of <laughs> making sure that, you know, I was cultured in some of those things. Okay, better movie, uh, the Buddy Holly story with Gary Busey or La Bamba? <sighs> I got to go La Bamba. Like, I don't. I I know they're both good, but yeah, I like I like La Bamba. Well, I mean, Los Lobos did really well doing Richie Valens' music. They did a nice job. Yeah. Um, Gary yeah. Busey yeah. actually sang the Buddy Holly music, though. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, he's a terrible I actor. Have to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that changes things. Well, I, I may have to go back. I'll have to go back and I'll watch both of them and just let you know. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll have you an update on either on my decision on that. It may change. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I like them both. Uh, like like you said, um, La Bamba. I think more people relate to because it's a it's newer, but not by much. Um, right. Right. But people forget about the the Buddy Holly story. Yes. I think that's the other thing is it's what it's not as well known, um, like the compared to you know comparing the two right. movies, I guess. Yeah, uh, and thankfully, Waylon Jennings lost a coin toss, or we wouldn't have had Outlaw Country and Waylon Jennings. I know, right? I know, and you think about like the, and this is going to get a little bit you know philosophical on you, so you might gag a little bit, but um, like you think about those moments in time and how that would dictate history and the impact to music and it just it's it's kind of crazy to think about the sequence of events that lead up to something and the coin toss that that keeps them off the plane and i mean it's just it's just kind of crazy of how 
certain moments happen and what it, how different certain things could look because of that, you know? Yep. Well, we wouldn't have uh, Don McLean, uh, American Pop. Yeah. No. I nope. mean, which is an eight-minute classic. Right. Right. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I actually may have to play, like, I may have to do a history session with my team on that whole scenario and Ooh. then, you know, play that song and make them listen to it for eight minutes. And they'd be like, oh, my God, she's really lost it. <laughs> this is what tipped her over the edge. Yep. Well, if Anthony would have brought you chocolate cake, we wouldn't be in this situation. And Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to make sure he, back to him. he knows that you're upset. Yeah, I think that that's only fair at this point. <laughs> Coach, appreciate it. Good luck. Uh, stay safe and stay healthy with the three games in five days, and uh, we will talk to you uh, next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me. That is Katie Garson Forba, the Capital Girls coach, uh, joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. So there you go. Um, bring her chocolate cake next time. You know, that's just all you have to do. So if you are, if you're a parent, that would be awesome. Um, maybe I should I should get a hold of. I got a, I got a few ideas on who I can get a hold of to, to take a, a chocolate cake down to Coach Garson Forba. I'll have to do that. Since Anthony couldn't do it, our buddy Anthony up in Great or in uh, the Flathead. So, uh, so American Pie, written by Don McLean. Now, there's a story out there. Uh, by the way, the original script for that song went for $1.2 million recently in an auction. Uh, but there's a story that it, it, it involves it revolves around Don McLean's dad passing away, but he's, he's always insisted that uh, American Pie was inspired by uh, the guys that died the day the music died. February 3rd, 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper, J.P. Richardson. 800-plus uh, words in that song. But great song. And you have to play the, the unedited version. The edited version of songs is terrible. you got to play the full versions of songs. Like um, <laughs> somebody that wanted to take out the Vincent Price part of Thriller. Seriously, how the hell, why, who does that? That's the best part of the song, Vincent Price and Thriller. Oh, goodness. Anyway, uh, appreciate, appreciate Katie Garson Forba joining us. So, mentioned that it is uh, National Women and Girls in Sports Day, and I mean, the list of women and girls in sports who inspires me is way too I I forget somebody's name and upset them. So um, appreciate all of them, all of the women and girls in sports. And I've gotten to work with some fantastic ladies. Um, Rochelle Sayers, I'm going to start naming, see. Um, Trish Benford. There was some other, uh, Tracy Sheehan at MSU. Uh, Shannon uh, Kate, who, Shannon Schwayen. Uh, Katie Garson-Forba. Of course. I mean, there's just some fantastic women coaches that I've gotten to work with. And that doesn't include all the players that I've gotten to know over the years. Um, and sports reporters. Speaking of, we will talk with one tomorrow. Former sports reporter. She's now working down at UCLA. Susie Milano will join us. 
She spent some time in Helena, also uh, Monmouth before getting to UCLA, and she has she's got a disease, and she's going to uh, explain the diagnosis, the pain, the, the everything that comes with it um, tomorrow here on the Jason Walker Show. It's an inspiring story. So she will join us tomorrow. By the way, that's what she said, Katie Garson Forba, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Stop by DADR, also known as DDR, also known as Dinner's Done Right, and get yourself tonight's dinner or even get a couple of frozen meals for this weekend. It's supposed to start getting chilly. They don't have chili, but it's supposed to start getting chilly. And you can just, instead of going out, instead of cooking, all you got to do is throw something in the, uh, just thaw it, throw it in the oven. It's great. Dinner's done right on Cedar Street uh, next to uh, Helena Hare. So love Vicky and the crew over at Dinner's Done Right. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, what's the better movie? Buddy Holly story, La Bamba. Also on this day in history coming up, there is some uh, news out of was it uh, Malta last night? Montana Sports, Tom Wiley has a story out on uh, Twitter, and we're going to talk about it when we come back as well. We'll show you some video too because there was controversy on the court last night, and we'll talk about it next. Jason Walker Show coming right back. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today.
Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. It is signing day today. College and university teams uh, all across the country looking to uh, get great performers for the next four, five, six years. And speaking of great performance, Auto Concepts will give you just that. Lift kits, a whole bunch of uh, fantastic, I mean, uh, the tonneau covers, bed rugs, lift kits, window tinting. Not only that, get your vehicle cleaned. Auto Concepts full detail. It's great. Stop by Auto Concepts in Helena today. That was a pretty good segue. I'm not going to lie. I like that one. I was that was I'm proud of myself for that one. <laughs> On this day in sports history is coming up, the walk-off, and uh, much more. Uh, so uh, team signing players all across the state. Uh, Cats, Grizz. It's interesting to me, uh, along with the Frontier Schools, but it, it's uh, interesting to me that... Uh, uh, the, we'll see how how many of the cats signees stayed coming to to Bozeman with Jeff Choate leaving and Kane Ione leaving and the fact that Montana State still doesn't have a head coach although it is looking as if uh, the cats are maybe going to have someone soon. Um, is it Tim Drevno? Uh, used to be a he was a Bobcat coach back under uh, Cliff Heisel in the 90s. But he seems to be emerging right now as the top candidate. So, uh, at least from source I've talked to. But there's still a long way to go. Of course, it could be announced tonight or tomorrow for all you know. Oh, man. All right, so last night in, uh, they believe it was at Malta, there was some controversy as uh, Rocky Boy walked off the court with uh, four and a half minutes to go. It was in Malta. They were trailing the Mustangs anyway, the uh, Stars were, 62-47. But according to uh, Tom Wiley at MontanaSports.com, there were a bunch of technicals called and some controversial calls. Uh, We're going to play some of the video that – Tom shared on uh, Facebook or on uh, their website today and also on Twitter. And you be the judge. So this was a technical. A couple of technicals for flopping apparently as well. And some just some questionable calls it seems. So Rocky Boy's bench gets teed up. Um some players were kicked out last night. And so there's uh, Mark Beckman uh, told Tom Wiley at MTN Sports that there's some, they're uh, investigating it. MHSA is looking into it. They've uh, So there's some video of it. If you want, you can go to montanasports.com. Uh, I've also shared it on our Twitter page. But a push-off foul called here that I don't know if it happened, and that came from an official who looked to be way out of position. And and then there's a couple of technicals here towards the, uh, well, with 4.32 to go. So that was called a flop. Contact was made um, 
multiplayer runs into or uh, talks to, uh, gets on with a uh, hooked up with a Rocky Boy player, and they said the Rocky Boy player flopped. And yeah, Ben Krebs, uh, the junior, had been called for a tee earlier in the game, so he got kicked out. He got called for a technical in the first quarter for slapping the backboard on a block attempt. And so the coach got kicked out as well. And that was at that point with four and a half minutes to go, the uh, coaching staff just pulled the, the stars off the court. So Malta got the win. Yeah. High school basketball, folks. High school basketball. And look, I know it's crazy in the state of Montana. I get it. High school basketball is nuts. But, man. And that's a lot on the, on the, on the refs for losing control early. And again, I didn't watch the whole game, but tough. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that, um, see what comes of it. My guess is you're going to see a player or two and maybe a coach sitting out a game, probably, because uh, refs never get in trouble. So... Uh, so uh, Tom Wiley's reporting that uh, two technicals for flopping, one for slapping a backboard, one for a bench violation, and one on uh, Malta for arguing correctly that the wrong player was charged with a foul. And again, we shared it at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter, so if you want to check it out, you can. Crazy. Anyway, all right, uh, today is the day the music died and we'll talk about more uh, more about that in a second um, getting a text message here from a coach out west that their team is playing but another team in Oregon is not and they're in the same conference and I'm not sure how that is possible and they're in the same state man. Crazy. All right. Uh, today is uh, February the 3rd, 2021. On this date is uh, National Carrot Cake Day. It is Missing Persons Day. It is also Women Physicians Day and National The Day the Music Died Day. And we, uh, we talked about uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, J.P. Richardson, the Big Bopper, and the pilot dying near Clear Lake, Iowa. And... Uh, Sad, sad stuff. So I loved Buddy Holly uh, growing up. Well, I'm not, I mean, I wasn't born then. They died 16 years before I was born, but listening to Buddy Holly, I'm a lot like Katie Garson Forba. Parents played a different variety of music, so um, I liked Richie Valens' music. I liked the Big Bopper. In fact, I have a, I have a uh, cassette tape somewhere. Remember cassette tapes? <laughs> Uh, when we lived in Salt Lake, I called up, uh, is it 1240 KRSP oldies station at the time and requested the big bopper. And the DJ said, I'll play it for you. I was like 13 DJ said, I'll play it for you, but only if you can, uh, start the song. So I was like, well, yeah, there's a telephone ring. And then hello, babe. Um, it was better back then. Also, uh, we talked about women and girls in sports day. 
Some colleges in Montana, they don't value ladies as much as they do men, which is sad. Even though they uh, take federal money, they have to uh, abide by Title IX, but they don't. So they'll be in trouble. All right, on this date in 1876, Albert Spaulding invested $800 to start a sporting goods company, manufacturing the first official baseball, tennis ball, basketball, golf ball, and football. Spaulding. 1924, Canada beats the U.S. 6-1 to to retain the Olympic ice hockey gold medal. Also in 1924, Switzerland claiming the inaugural Olympic bobsled gold medal. 1972 at the 11th Winter Games, uh, they open in Japan. 1990, jockey Bill Schumacher, uh, at the age of 58, retired after 40,350 horse races. That's a lot. 1993, Cincinnati Reds owner Marge Schott suspended for a year due to racist comments. Speaking of Morgan Wallen, who just can't not stay out of his own way, country singer, um, is in trouble, being dropped by all sorts of radio stations and radio companies. He was caught on videotape Sunday night dropping the N-word. So uh, he got in trouble. This dude, like I said, he can't stay out of his own way. And uh, his career might be over. 2002, Super Bowl 36, Louisiana Superdome. New England beats St. Louis 20-17. to 2008, Super Bowl something else. I can't do Roman numerals. What is that, 52? 40? I don't know. No. I don't know. Anyway, it was in Arizona. And the Giants beat the Patriots 17-14, ruining New England's perfect season, thankfully. 2013, at a different Super Bowl in uh, New Orleans, Ravens beat San Francisco 34-31. Joe Flacco, the MVP, the best thing to come out of the University of Delaware. Uh, 2019, all, let's see. So Mercedes-Benz Stadium in New Orleans? That can't be right. Had to have been the Superdome. No, yeah. But Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta two years ago, New England beat L.A. Rams 13-3. So New England, in 18-year difference, beat the Rams twice in two different cities, and the Rams played in two different cities. How about that? It's called research. Uh, 1904, Pretty Boy Floyd was born. Charles Pretty Boy Floyd, gangster. Uh, He died in 1934. 1914, George Nissen was born. He created the trampoline. Uh, He bounced out of the earth in 2010. 1940, Fran Tarkenton was born. Great quarterback, never won. Never won. 1950, happy birthday, Morgan Fairchild, also known as Patsy McClenny. That's her real name, Morgan Fairchild. Uh, Born in Dallas. Lots of great things come out of Dallas. Morgan Fairchild. Uh, 1815, world's first commercial cheese factory established in Switzerland. 1887, to avoid a disputed national elections, the U.S. Congress creates the Electoral Count Act. That was in 1887, the Electoral Count Act. Uh, It's used all the time in elections. Every four years or every two years, except blatant and rampant cheating occurs. 
Uh, Rodro, uh, also known as Woodrow Wilson, 28th U.S. president, died on this date in 1924 at his home in D.C. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Thank you uh, for all the great comments, uh, Sue. Appreciate it as well. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Go to jasonwalkershow.com if you missed anything, including our great interview with Katie Garson Ford. But by the way, La Bamba won the most votes for best movie between La Bamba and the, and the Buddy Holly story. But I got to go. I probably would go with... Yeah, La Bamba's the better movie. But musically, I'll take Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, much better than Richie Valens. Both fantastic. Today's the day the music died. We'll do it again tomorrow. Susie Milano will join us and share her story of dealing with lupus. And a whole bunch more coming up tomorrow at 4. We'll see you then, right here, Jason Walker Show, presented by... Capital Collision Center. Join us in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.